Yo, it's the Stupidly Small Podcast this Tuesday, 14th of April, 2015. I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Good to be back. Bug free. We've been deloused and ready to rock. <laughs> Technology <laughs> has been sorted. Technologically deloused, you should stress. Well, I unless, mean, we can unless all do you've been delousing. You've been deloused overnight, have you? I have been deloused. <laughs> hey, tell me one thing about delousing. Oh, no, see, I don't know anything about Have you had a whooping cough booster? Have I had one? Yeah. Uh, I think I might have. I know I had to have a whooping cough thing, mm-hmm. yeah, back in the day. But okay. that was a while ago now. I think well, you apparently need, you we're need supposed to, to as adults, yeah, uh, get rejigged. Yeah, we I are. I was being told today yeah. or this morning yeah. in the first hour and a half of me being awake. But uh, it's because of all the uh, the beliefs of some people are re- not having those sort of vaccinations. It's yeah. coming back, as we know, these old... Almost extinct conditions. I know. Return to uh, well, wear their ugly head. Australia has just announced that we're going to. Uh, what is it? Make it. Y- y- did you know this? There's no. Oh, yeah, you can't get rule, the doll. Or, or no, you can't get um, family tax. Uh, and you can't. Subsidies get and stuff if you child don't. Care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that stuff. Yeah, but typically with this government, it had to have a slogan. So <laughs> it was like if you don't jab, you don't get the cash. You know, yeah, that, yeah. That rhymed. Don't, so jab and cash don't, don't something don't pay, wasn't it? Um, no. no. Anyway, it'll be yeah. Whatever it exactly. was, and we're going really. You even have to sloganise this. Well, that's that's how. Like we hear death cult, death cult. Yeah, this yeah, death yeah. cult. Just yeah. call it what it is. <laughs> Uh, you know, or those people sort of smoke. What is it? The what business model? The for business model smuggling. of people smugglers, <gasps> death oh, cult. That makes me so mad. Uh, and all that sort of. And they had to come up with one. If you don't, no way, don't get paid. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah. jab. You're a something. Like, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, Lauren. Yes. We, we, that's not what we were going to talk about. What we were going to talk about. Yeah. Is our sponsor, Stupidly Small mm. Podcast Sponsors, uh, the lifeblood. Oh, well, as, as well as the listeners. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, really. the, and the Bureau Chiefs. And the Bureau Chiefs. Yeah. What is there a hierarchy? Does it go sponsor, um, Bureau Chief, ordinary listener, and then people who hate us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't think there's a hierarchy. I think it's like, you know, any um, member, any sort of big group of mates, it's just... So there's no hierarchy? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, if you're sitting there listening on the train or you're going for a walk or you're yeah. in the car... You, my friend, are just as important as this company. If you have just tuned in and it is your first time and you never tune in mm-hmm. again, you are just as important as this company. Yes, PD <laughs> Distribution. They are this week's Stupidly Small Podcast sponsor. Mm. Do you know what they do? Please tell me. Just skate stuff. It's right. an online distribution company. Yeah. Okay? And uh, I suppose the best way to look at it is to go to pddistribution.com. And I did. Yeah. Because they've got some exciting things happening down there. But Do you, I did you ever skate? Well, I'll, let's get to that in just one second. Can okay. I mention this DVD? Please. Because it, it, it just tickled my uh, ivories. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got a new one. <laughs> you have just massacred two separate things. Yeah. They have got a new DVD that, that is out. your ivories. Yeah. You know what it's called? What? Five Years at the Bottom. Oh. Yeah, I know. Everyone's talking about this DVD. Now, it's the new one from our PD distribution. Now, get these names. You ready? Yeah. Features Tom Snape. Yeah. Nathan Jackson. Yeah. Jake Hayes. Wow. Yeah. Carl Troll, <laughs> Jack Crook, great name. Ben James and Gabrielle Summers. Right? Okay. And plus a bunch of friends and other scumbags. Yeah. And it's edited <laughs> by Australian champion, one of the world's most well known skaters, Dustin Dolan. 
Right. So that is available on the site, pdistribution.com. That's with boards, I don't know, wheels. What else do you need for a skateboard? Boards and wheels. Tricks. Trucks. That's right, <laughs> trucks. Uh, <laughs> thank you to them. They are the Shoot This World uh, podcast sponsor. Head to pdistribution.com and we'll let you know a little bit more about Five Years at the Bottom DVD and the other stuff they got. Okay, cool. I mean, if, you, if you've got a teenage boy or a teenage girl. Yeah. Or a, 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 Do you know of, what? I was going to say. nothing sadder yeah. than a man walking down the street with a skateboard. Don't say that. Why? Because you know what he's doing? He's Having a cracking time. Hang and on, he's getting no, he's from not. A to B faster you, than you are on your stupid big feet. No, there's a, there's a little thing you missed in that whole bit there mm. where I said mm-hmm. there's nothing sadder than a man walking down oh, the street with the skateboard. Oh, I see. Someone that uses a skateboard as a fashion accessory. Oh, no, no, that's bad. Yeah, right? no, that's bad. Uh, they. Do you know what? Yes. You said boy, if you've got a, if you've got a teenage boy and or whatever. And I said girl as And well. then you said girl, I know. But when we were kids, a girl on a skateboard was like, Hot. Wow. Like, mm. yeah. Like, whoa. Well, it'd be tomboyish. The... But now... I see chicks on skateboards all the time and they're awesome at it. Yeah, dude. All the time. I never see anyone on I saw one kid the other day on a skateboard. If you see Since we're in early twenties I would go so far as to say if you see somebody on a skateboard these mm. days, look back, mm. chances are it's a girl. Like it is just not it's not a boy mm. thing anymore. I don't know about that. Do you did you find skaters hot? Were they like the nah. they're bad boys for you? No. Nah. Why not? I don't know. I just, I, don't, I, I was never like into like a type, I don't think. Oh, really? I don't think so. So did you skate yourself? Uh, I had a crack. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good enough to do anything. Oh, no, was I? Yeah. We had this big hill near our house. Yeah. And so we had the brothers across the road, the door brothers. And they were, they were sort of, you know, you have those kids that, are they the bad kids that you've told me about, that the house over the road was, no? No, they're not bad kids. Okay. They were good. They left after a while. Right. But um, that, that's how I got into heavy metals, because of Robbie Dahl. Oh, right. You know, he gave me my first Slayer records and stuff like oh, that. Ah, okay. okay. Just a right. year or two okay. older than me. But they were also these small, wiry guys that just used to get up to no good, but not bad, no good. Just mm. they, they had a bit of uh, life in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were great skaters. So we'd all go down the big hill and they'd be rocketing down, weaving around. I just, for, for some reason, just did not have it in me to skate. I, I've got, I think, fused ankles and it, I just uh, wobbled yeah, no, and if fell got, off. Yeah, if you've got bad ankles, you can't do that. You need balance to skate. Yeah. It is, do you know what? When I, because uh, uh, until I was like 20 something, mm. I'd never been to the snow like properly. Like I think we went to when, Lake Mountain or something. When like. we were a kid, we mm. looked out a window and <laughs> like played with some mm. snow for an hour and got back in the car or something. Mm. But I'd never really done it. And then when I was 21 or no, probably 23, I got a group of people went to the snow and I went with them. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, how did I not? This is what? This is it falls yeah. out of the sky and it's something like I it really was like Just I was an infant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, got on some skis. Oh, this is going to be boring. Got on a snowboard. Yeah. Like in a half a day, I was like, Wanting to be the king of the mountain, mountain. like just like lo- Brock. loved it, mm. and mm. Um, yeah, absolutely, and and got much better at it, much faster than I w- than I ever did on a skateboard. But it was the mm. same glee, it was the same feeling. It was like 
mastering balance and getting and people who are skating are probably like oh my god you can't compare the two don't be ridiculous and that's like kind of I don't what know. i'm I saying think a lot of skaters do go snowboarding oh my god it's the most and fun. surfers and go surfing yeah, yeah it's it's like that too can i say to you though lauren yes please that the snow yeah oh here we go has to be the worst ah. experience <laughs> and the, i cannot see the point of going to the coldest place you in the country you th- getting I'm- wet Falling over into it face first. You like surfing. Everything's got water everywhere. You know, but you can... Surfing's got a lot of water. Yeah, but (laughs) surfing, you leave the beach, the water stays at the beach. At the snow, you cannot escape the cold and the wet. That's why everybody has these fun indoor, like, all-nighters with, like, a big open fire and alcohol and food. Nah. Nah. Snow is the worst. Out of uh, rain, sun, sleet... Uh, and snow. I gotta say, it's snow pr- is the worst. It's pretty magical. If no, you- it's not. It's painful. No, you. I dare say the listeners will totally agree with me on that one. The snow is for elites. Yeah, that's. I do think that. Right. I definitely think that. As soon as I got there, I was like, "So, how much is what? Mm. Everything's what? How much? You didn't go to and what school? You didn't board there? Totally. You're, oh, like, you're not coming over to our shallow. Yeah. And in in <laughs> European countries, it's not like that as much, apparently. Because, you know, there's just more snow. There's just everywhere. More, just, you yeah, ski exactly. to work, don't That's you? You it. just put the skis on and roll down the street. <laughs> it's not Snowboarding such an elite Snowboarding to work thing. would be awesome fun. Well, you, you'd need more like the poles, I think. You'd have to – I mean, cross let's country. be sensible here. Lauren. Unless, you you have unless to, you're up a hill. You have to cross-country ski to work. Just anyone knows that <laughs> snowboarding to work. Anyway, I completely agree about the elite thing and I think that's foul. But I – and that's why people who are serious about it who don't have much money go there – just quit their lives, go there and work, and work. in the, yeah. you know, blah, blah shop or the bar or whatever. That's right. Uh, and that's what one of my mates is doing. But you know what ends up happening? Right. The poor people end up serving the rich people. It's exactly right. You that's know? exactly right. And they get – occasionally one of them will take them out on the town and it'll be like, yay, rich for a day, and then mm. <laughs> never again. The, d- the dads don't let the daughters talk to the bar people. The da- it's like dirty the, dancing. Isn't yeah, it? it is. That's what the snow is. Just a big, wet, dirty dancing session. Stupid. Stu. What? You know when somebody's got a habit? And, uh, you mean I like f- a substance habit? No, no, no. Like right. I, I feel a little bit treacherous talking about this because this is my beloved. But somebody's got a habit that is just so particular to them and so ridiculous Mm -hmm. and infuriating that then it becomes hilarious. Have you Uh, ever had that? It becomes hilarious to you or to To, them? To me. Like just like completely the funniest thing ever. So I I, I can't turn annoyance into joy. Well, it's not joy so much, but it's just like I've now started taking photos. So what what happens is, Mm. right, if – if and and I think this is um, I think we have evidence that this is something that um, that happens anyway. Look, spit it out. This is if my this is my gentleman friend. If he ever opens anything, a perth- a birthday present, yeah, a letter, uh, letter, bill, right, a bill, particularly bills, but right. like anything, like oh, that's right. We get quite often he gets parcels because he is you know our technical producer and yep. and a bit of a nerd, so he gets like you know Text a up. modem delivered or something, mm. right? You will see 
where he was standing when he got it mm. and opened it. And he ripped it open. Like he just tears it open. Yeah. So box. So let's go with a modem. Tears open the box. Tears open the, uh, you know, poppy bubbles, whatever yeah. they are. Yeah. And, then turn, and then tears open the inside plastic thing and leaves it. Takes oh, the thing out. I can never and see enjoying that. And it is, but it's got but to on the, the ground point now, wherever it was. So if he, if he opens it on the bench, you find it on the bench. Mm. If he opens a letter, you find the letter and then you find the torn open envelope. Like he tears them in such a way that the envelope is no longer one dimensional. It's mm. like sort of scrunched and up into joy. It used to just drive me so completely mm. crazy that I wanted to just explode. Right. But now it is so, it is almost comical. I mean, it is. It's funny how, so like yesterday I was, I was tidying up something and it was down near the, uh, the door, the front door. And um, there was just a, like a bunch of stuff there that I, was, that I was taking away. And then in the middle of it, I see this thing and I'm like, oh, he's obviously got the mail at the front door torn open envelope and left it like he doesn't it's like it doesn't count as rubbish it does count as rubbish it is rubbish and in fact does he throw his apple cores on the floor no he doesn't that's what i mean it's like does he flush the toilet yeah but this is like this like total (laughs) thematic blind spot that just makes me laugh so much that i almost think if i had a Tumblr account, it would be funny because you, you just wouldn't believe how many variations of opening something yeah. and leaving it there. Well, why don't would you be, start one? I think I might because yesterday it just got so funny because I cleaned up a few bits of the – and every time there'd be like something that was – and it reminded me of a friend of mine, um, her husband used to say – I think I've told you this before, but he, used to, he was uh, South African and he used mm. to say that um, in Australia, Australians don't think it's rubbish if you stand it up vertically. Right. So, so if like, you've got a big television box, yeah. for instance. If you, well, for, well, he was more thinking, you know, like beer bottles. Right. If you leave a beer bottle on the floor, on the ground, and it's like rolling around. That's no, no, rubbish. But if you stand it up on a windowsill of a pub that you're walking past... Not yeah, rubbish. I could say, well, no. Chip packets. If you've got a chip packet and you're finished with it yeah. and you fold the chip packet up and you slot it in somewhere <laughs> vertically, not rubbish. <coughs> well, people and, are pigs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true. But it's just like there is this kind of complete Can you get it spot. fixed? Because that would, that would be a deal breaker for me. I have a... Um, Marriage I, over? Well, yeah, I, get, I walk around the house picking up hair ties. Once upon a time, I used to put them in a place. Now I do put them in a place. The rubbish bin, because <laughs> it drives me mad. But I bet you, you've got some things like that. that I don't. This is the thing. I'd be perfect. You're to live perfect. With. <laughs> it's true. I'd be perfect to live with. I think I would. Though. Wow. Yeah. You're a solipsistic little dude, aren't you? Oh, uh, I even know what that means. Uh-huh. Because I had to learn it. <laughs> um, Seriously, the- if you if you if you live with someone that is considerate. Picks up after themselves. Yeah. She's happy to cook. Oh, my God. Are you cleans. really talking about how you're the best person to live with right yeah. now? Does the washing. Oh, really? You're really talking about My this? only blind spot would be I would say I don't really clean the bathroom much because it gets it's just it seems to get done. <laughs> so that is a, fa- a pretty fair arrangement. 
<laughs> You're laughing at. Uh, have is, you ever lived with someone who has totally different cleaning standards? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. And I live with two pigs. Right. They were disgusting. Right. I walked in there and said, how do you people live like this? So I spent a day scrubbing down the kitchen. And, of course, that just meant that they had somewhere new to put their bowls down on. Yeah. <laughs> their bowls. All they lived on, these blokes, oh, were God. noodles. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. But they thought that, but that by burning the noodles into the fry pan <gasps> with a bit of onion and whatever sauces are plonking on them, made for a gourmet meal. And leaving the pan there, like, these guys, yeah. lovely as they were, yeah. just weren't house trained. I yeah. mean... Can you imagine going into a relationship not being house trained? And by happens, relationship, I mean like just a co, no, co- it habitation. No, happens a lot. Yeah, It'd yeah. be shocking. Yeah, it happens a lot though. And it must be the cause of. I mean, is it the cause of divorce, or does that is well, that one know, thing that you know that saying that my my old housemate used to say, which I've never forgotten and always given her credit for, Stephanie, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, it's always about the dishes, but it's never about the dishes. Right. And that that is the source of so much domestic tension. Dishes. Whether it's, well, you know, that's a metaphor. Like whether it's um, a housemate situation or a, you know, a cohabiting partner mm. kind of a thing. It's always about the dishes, but it's never about the dishes. There you go. Well, you learnt something today. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah, well, hello. What's my name? It was two L's, Lauren. (laughs) I uh, I just learnt the lesson, so thank you. And you're welcome. You know, we have to keep moving on. It's time to get out of here. Mm -hmm. The podcast does end. Yes. At a certain point. Yes. But um, I was thinking, and I I want you. I just want to know if this. I had it in my phone. So this is what's in your phone, I suppose. Yeah. What's in your phone? Uh, What is in your phone? Correct. Well sung. Mm -hmm. I want to know. Can you sing us one? What's in your phone? Some people are shuddering, some people are laughing with joy. Somebody, people seem to think, anyway. Yes. That was supposed to be whatever. I'm not like auditioning for Australian Idol, just so people know. Maybe you should on that uh, evidence. (laughs) Stop it. Continue. I want to know if this is rude or not. Right. But a lot of the time when you talk. Oh, (laughs) you're not listening. I have an image in my head. Right? This is going to be really good. No, it's not actually, but I want to know if it's rude. Yes. But constantly when you talk, I have this image of me rocketing down uh, Nicholson Street, just past the Carlton Gardens on a BMX, and then I get to the end of the gardens and do a big leap over the street and then turn down the street and keep riding. When you talk. I don't know. This one little section of Nicholson Street. What? It triggers this thought. Whenever I speak, you're thinking. I'm during the podcast. During the po- only during the podcast. Only during the podcast. So I'm sitting here. I thought about it the other day. I have this constant vision of me riding a a, B, a small BMX down the, <laughs> the bike path on Nicholson Street, and then I leap, do this big jump on the road, and just ride off. And what? Just runs as a loop, as a film, while you're listening Pretty to much. me talk. Yeah, and sometimes a car might turn in front of me. It doesn't not in any sort of danger. It just turns left down Nich- uh, Nicholson Street. Is that rude or just weird? It's completely insane. What do you think that is? I don't know what that is. Yeah. See, I'm not thinking of it out now. Is it like a memory? No, it's never happened. Because I sometimes get like in a particular circumstance, I get, I go to a strange, suddenly I'm in like, you know, some part of my past and it's complete mm. and it runs like a little film for a bit and then it stops. But 
never repeated and never some made up one. Yeah. I have, a, I have that a lot about um, me did... doing bike jumps down various streets. Bike jumps. Yeah, yeah. When you were forming your personality as a human being, when you were like... I still am. It's ever evolving. Totally. <laughs> but when you were a kid, mm. was bike jumps something... Was that something that you thought made you... Would, would make you... If you could be really good at bike jumps, then you'd be happy with your life? Like, you know oh, what I mean? I don't like, know about that... that. I don't think it was that big a deal. We all rode BMXs and we, we made jumps and uh, we'd go down the BMX track. So I reckon it's. I reckon it's. But I have constant visions okay, of me riding somebody, a BMX. Somebody, okay. Here we go. This is where we need All our right. bureau chief. We have to have to move on. We do. We need somebody to help us <laughs> find out what on earth is happening in Stu's psyche, because uh, that is like that requires an expert. Do we know any? Are there any shrinks listening? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who sorry. thinks that they have any mm. insight into that? What do you mean? Sorry, it's fascinating. All right. It's always fascinating, skating. What? Oh, yeah, okay, good. We're not going to go back there. And I, I shouldn't have been talking about BMXs when skating is where well, it's Why? At. Because you're tre- treacherous to skating. Well, no, but skating's cool. BMXs have had it. Anyway, right? yeah. PD Distribution. They are this week's stupidly small podcast sponsor, Lauren Clark. Yes, they are. They are a company, they're a business, a small business dealing with uh, the distribution of skating videos and garbage and stuff. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they've just released a new DVD, Five Years at the Bottom. You can find it down at pdistribution.com. If you've got a special birthday coming up, well, why don't you get that? You can go straight to the website. It's 20 bucks. Add to your cart. Use PayPal. It's so easy. You don't even have to leave your, leave your house these days. It's true. To buy skate videos. No, it's true. You don't have to skate anywhere. I'm going to find a product on that website tomorrow that's yeah. going to knock your dax off. Wow. Yeah. So it's got a pretty, <laughs> a pretty special product. So thank you to PD Distribution. Find them at pdistribution.com. They are a bunch of scumbags, Excellent. but we love them dearly. Good. Uh, hey, Stu, if you yes. want to find us, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter or online at stupidlybig.com. You can also, uh, if you'd like, give us a rating or and or a comment at... Uh, the iTunes Super mm. Shop of Apple Store. Apple Shop. Um, and we'd if love you're a doctor, get in contact. We'd love that. And if you are a doctor, do get in contact. Hey, Stu. Yes, awesome. See you tomorrow. See ya. Bye-bye.